Ah, the crisp mountain air of Colorado. Nothing like this to take away from the troubles of the world. With camera strapped to your side, trail map in your pocket, and a healthy dose of Taurus bliss, you descend the rocky slope. But what was that? A rumbling vibrates through the mountain? Was that a rock slide? Perhaps. Distant, though. And yet, you don't see anything moving. What could it be? Louder. Louder. Louder! You whip around, and suddenly, there it is! A boulder? No, a whale? A giant rocky whale sliding down the mountain at you, mouth agape, spewing slime to quicken its pace. One hand goes for your camera as your legs try to pull you aside. The camera comes up, a sudden flash, and in that flash, you're gobbled up, the camera and all. What was a whale doing in the mountains? What was spewing from its mouth? Will the rest of your vacation package be refunded? Find out on today's episode of Critically Cryptid. Welcome to the first ever episode of Critically Cryptid, a podcast in which we discuss the feasibility of various cryptids out there. And uh, let's go ahead and meet the cast. Hey everyone, my name is Kyle Hall. I have a master's degree in Greek and Roman history, and I am an amateur cryptozoologist. Hey everybody, I'm Michael Don. I'm a high school teacher, and I'm an amateur skeptic. I don't believe in any of this stuff. And hello again, my name is Justin Rose Desper. Uh, I'm also a high school teacher, uh, but I'm pretty much just happy to be here. Um, And I know uh, some people listening might not know uh, what this thing we're talking about a cryptid is, Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to our amateur cryptozoologist, Kyle. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah, certainly. So a uh, cryptid is a creature that has been reported or cited, but its existence has yet to be proven by science. This could include an unknown creature, uh, creatures that are thought to have gone extinct, and even beings from other planets. The most well-known examples of this would be the Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. But we're not talking about Bigfoot. No, today we are talking about a cryptid called the Slide Rock Bolter. Uh, Kyle's given us a little bit of information about this, a little teaser, if you will. Uh, So this is basically a giant land whale. It slides down the Rocky Mountains, uh, I assume just mouth fully agape, uh, swallowing up tourists as it goes. So I can't wait to hear about this thing. This this is literally the most idiotic thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I I love it already. You guys are going to be impressed. This thing is, for one, ridiculously amazing, and for two, absolutely practically feasible. Absolutely practically feasible. Those are three words you I don't ever want to hear again. In a cryptid podcast? In any, yeah, in anything. <laughs> I feel like it really, it, you started off high and then each word just got a little less <laughs> realistic. <laughs> Are, like at fucking 12 feet and then it just drops every time this thing is definitely real it's kind it's, of probably real no no practically as in a sense of practicability not in like partially but it's no the the shit that i have in front of me right now that you wrote 
that's actually not in front of me. It's in front of Justin, but I know what it says. These are absurd. These are absurd facts. You'll just have to wait till you hear the full story then, won't you? Oh my, it I, is. I can't wait. Absolutely absurd. And I certainly can't wait. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm just going to remind everyone uh, kind of the structure of what we're doing here. Uh, so uh, Kyle, as our local cryptid enthusiast and researcher, will give us uh, all the background info on this wonderful creature. Uh, Michael will have an opportunity to share his thoughts. Uh, and then we'll kind of just open it up to an open debate. And so, Such a fucking euphemism. He can share his thoughts. I mean, what do you want me to say? Uh, so, Kyle, I I can't wait. Please, tell us about the Slide Rock Bolter. Absolutely. All right. So, as far as cryptids go, this one is one of my personal favorites. So, so the Bolter, as I'll call it for brevity's sake, uh, was first sighted in the Rocky Mountains area where it naturally uh, lives uh, sometime in the early 19th century. Um, it's known to inhabit steep mountain country in the heart of the Colorado Rockies, at, uh, primarily in slopes that are greater than a 45-degree angle to allow for its unique hunting style, which I'll cover in a minute. Uh, now, this story has a very specific source. Um, it comes from a novel by William T. Cox known as Fearsome Creatures of the Lumberwoods, which was published in 1910. Surely a bestseller. Uh, you know, at the time, I think pretty popular and very well known amongst uh, cryptid enthusiasts and cryptozoologists as a key source for over 20 creatures. Um, some, many of which are mentioned for the first time in that source. Uh, now, we don't know for sure how many of these are actual stories that um, Cox himself sort of heard from Lumberjacks or ones that he made up, but his goal was to preserve what he sort of viewed as a dying subculture, which was the culture of the Lumberjack in the United States. Uh, now, he does sound a little bit like a conspiracy theorist, but he's not. Um, he actually really knew what he was doing and knew his stuff. He was a big and natural conservationist in his time. He was the state forester of Minnesota. Uh, and the Commissioner of Conservation. Uh, he also spent much of his life working on preserving large forested areas uh, with multiple different international governments, including the United States, Canada, and Brazil. So this is a guy who was really passionate about the, the woods and the creatures that live in them. Now, he describes the bolter. Um, and, and I'm actually, I'll read you his excerpt really quick right here. Um, this is his own words description of this creature. Uh, so Cox says, In the mountains of Colorado, where in summer the woods are becoming infested with tourists, much uneasiness has been caused by the presence of the slide rock bolter. This frightful animal lives only in the steepest mountain country, where the slopes are greater than 45 degrees. It has an immense head with small eyes and a mouth somewhat on the order of a sculpin, running back beyond its ears. The tail consists of a divided flipper with enormous grab hooks, which it fastens over the crests of the mountain or ridge, often remaining there motionless for days at a time. Uh, watching the gulch for tourists or any other hapless creature that may enter it. Now, the takeaways from this is that this thing is massive. It's it's a land whale. It's a large carnivorous land whale-sized animal uh, with small eyes and a wide mouth and a hooked tail that it uses to anchor to mountains. Uh, it is said to have a coloration and skin texture, which is conducive to extensive camouflage, making it blend in with the side of the mountains that it inhabits. Now, what makes this, uh, makes this cryptid really fascinating is the method by which it, it uh, procures its prey. So this is, is an apex predator. It's a hunter. Its prey is primarily tourists who wander unsuspectingly into the mountain chains. Uh, and 
when the bolter sees these people moving through, uh, what it does is it lets go of the mountain. And using its weight, the incline of the slope, and a large quantity of lubricating saliva that pours from its mouth, it bolts, hence the name, down the side of the mountain, flattening the trees and anything else in its path, scoops up anything edible, including said tourist, and using its inertia and momentum, shoots itself all the way up the other side of the mountain, where it immediately flips itself around and hooks with its grab hook tail to blend into the side of the other uh, of the opposite uh, end of the valley that it just uh, shot through, leaving a trail of destruction in its wake. So that that this creature, uh, the Bolter, has one specific story that uh, goes along with it in Cox's book. He talks about a, an instance where a forest ranger who was uh, on the slopes of Lizard Head, which is a mountain in the southwest corner of Colorado. Um, he decides uh, that he's had enough of this bolter terrorizing the area and eating these tourists, so he he's going to do something about it. So he goes head-to-head with this thing, and what he does is he takes a dummy, he dresses it up like a tourist, he gives it a map of Colorado, a field guide, and, and a fancy coat, and puts it out in the middle of bolter country. Stuffs it full of explosives. So the bolter sees this thing out there and it releases its hold on the mountain and shoots down the side scoops up the tourist and promptly explodes from the dynamite stuffed uh stuffed in the dummy tourist right so it explodes so drastically that it scatters blubber everywhere across the region and it partially flattens the nearby mining town of rico um now Justin and Michael are giving me the most incredulous looks right now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate for a second from the Bolter because that's the story we have of it, and I, I want to talk very briefly just about Rico. Uh, so Rico was a 19th century mining town, a real place still is today, uh, that was focused on the mining of gold and silver. Uh, there is no specific reference to Rico in its history of it being flattened, but it did run out of gold and silver, and it began to dry up and become abandoned. The industry was left behind, and the buildings were decayed and and fell into debris. Enter the Lumberjack, the origin of this story. Lumberjacks moved into the mountains, uh, the, the Rockies, after the mining industry had begun to dry up and began harvesting it for its timber. Right, So they get there, and what do they see? They see this destroyed town, massive swaths of damage carved down the side of mountains from natural landslides and also uh, from all the damage done by the mining that was happening there. Uh, and and what they you know they look around and they see this and what they think to themselves is what what did all of this right so your in your inclination might immediately be uh, hey uh, you know it's just a landslide it's just damaged to, from the mining but these guys had never been to this area before the mountains were largely unexplored at that time so what their thought is is possibly maybe they start thinking to themselves oh it's this creature and they kind of come up with this thing right so that's that is a possible explanation for the bolter the only problem with that explanation I think is that this creature is so specific, it's so nuanced, right? It's so unique, and it relies on, I think, a, a heavy knowledge of the mountains, of the uh, landslides that pervade the area, of the carnivorous tendencies of a large land predator that I don't think these lumberjacks ever would have been able to come up with something so detailed on their own. So, I, I, well, you could say that it was just an you know innovation, a mystification of a natural disaster. I really don't think that's the case. Uh, but anyway, so that's the 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 story of the Bolter, uh, and that's that's its in all its glory. That is what we have from Cox about this one particular creature. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have any more, Michael? Yeah, I got a little bit more, but it um begins and ends with no. See. 
there's so much about this thing that's absolutely outrageous. Exactly I, why I love it. Right. I mean, yeah, like it's outrageous in the sense that I want this thing to be real. It's like I outrageous it... in the way Doritos are outrageously good. Shut the fuck I'd up. Lo- yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning to see who's on my side here. Ah, it's, it's would be like the greatest creature to put into my D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to be real. But there's so many foolish things about this. And I don't even know where to begin. I think mostly it has to do with with the physics of how this thing moves. Like, it's so niche. It's such a niche creature. It's like the pickiest little, like, I'm not doing it unless it's 45 degrees or more. I'm just not. Right? Like, I'm no! No animal does that! Um, I have I have so many questions about its physiology. I have so many questions about... How it, why does it remain motionless for days? For days! Nothing remains motionless for days except for like rocks and things that aren't animate. I don't I mean, know. There are a lot of animals that'll remain motionless for days. No, that's silly. Really? Uh, there's a number of them. Really? Yeah, I mean, conserving energy. Muscles? Right, for, you know. Gosh, that's. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm. I'm also. I'm feeling like there's some weird connection here with the lumberjacks too. Also, I love lumberjack culture. Imagine like Lumbercon. That would be incredible. I would never go there. That, that's, but like, imagine what that, that that's is. A, that's a thing, Michael. Um, that's a real thing. What? Lumberjack games. Oh yeah, but like that's that's what Lumbercon is. It's just a bunch of lumberjacks getting together to do their thing. Oh shit. You didn't know that? Have you ever seen a video of lumber of lumberjack games? I like, saw that oh. episode of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I guess I could believe that. I don't ever want to go there, though. I oh no, I'd be the thing that they're cutting with the chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like where we have to start, we have to start with the physics. And please, somebody out there, somebody who knows more than we do. Do the math on this. The angles and the and the the, the elevation and depression and the, the rise and the fall. Someone do the math because I need to know. Um Yeah, like rise over run. Like it's yeah, it's is that slope. The, is that the yeah. same as PEMDAS? No, but it's pretty much. <laughs> no, it's not. Look, guys, I do have a master's, it's not in math. No. It's Oh gosh! Yeah, but you went to like fifth grade. They a long definitely time ago. weren't talking about PEMDAS in fifth grade. No, they actually—I don't think they even do PEMDAS anymore. Oh really? god, that's the only way I know how to do anything. I, how do you remember? I don't know. There's another acronym. Oh, I think god. it's dumb. It's all dumb. It's all dumb. You hear that? Your math is dumb. New math, huh? Math didn't change, guys. <laughs> We're getting so off topic. All right. Debate. Here we go. First of all, here's the thing that I need to lead with something that I love about this creature because I feel like it's important. Here's what I love about this thing. The rock. Shit. Not the, it's the slide rock. Slide rock bolter. Watermelon. Watermelon. Okay. It eats tourists. Absolutely. That's phenomenal. Absolutely. Great. It's great because I live in a tourist town and I'm so jaded about this that 
I just want a thing that will come out of the ocean and eat the people that I don't want in my town. I feel like this is a great place to live. So instead of a land whale that slides down a mountain, perhaps just a whale. Yeah, like a whale would be great. Yeah. See, because where is the... I I don't even know where to start. Okay, I know where to start. The place I want to start is... How big is this thing? I mean, no one has ever really gotten to measure it, but big, whale-sized. It can eat... It's whale-sized, right? Yes, I mean large, large. Whales are the biggest creatures on this planet. Yes. Where is this thing lurking in a mountain? On, I mean, the the Rocky Mountains are, are massive. I mean, mountains this is like, big. I mean, and the Rocky Mountains specifically are miles and miles of, uh, in modern day, relatively well known, but still just somewhat uncharted, um, very tall, jagged mountains. So I, I would say that in, in answer to that, I would say that it, it's, I, I don't, lurking is a good word i guess but i think that because of its natural camouflage and the fact that it hangs on to mountains with a very steep incline in areas where uh tourists are probably at the lower levels not up at its level because it slides down to get them you know i'm guessing that it's it would be lurking in in plain sight as it were i mean where where do whales lurk you you go right out on the on the water and (laughs) (laughs) whales don't lurk first of all okay we're watching tours where you can go. Right, but you can't go slide rock bolts or touring you'll get eaten. Okay. Oh, fuck, that's such a good point. Okay. I hate it. Okay, I... Michael, I don't want to step on your toes, but I, I feel like I have to bring this up. Whales can't eat people. Can't or won't? Can't. <laughs> A, a, a whale's esophagus is not large enough to fit a human. I, I will qualify. I don't know about blue whales, but I just watched a thing about the lady that got eaten by a whale in a kayak, and she didn't get fully eaten because their esophagus is like the size of a grapefruit. Now, that was like a humpback whale. That's a big whale. I feel like a lot of whale stories are precedented on the exact opposite of that. So I'm a little confused here and questioning things like Pinocchio and Moby Dick. But um, if, if you want me to re- and relate... the Bible. And the Bible. What's <laughs> <laughs> so goddamn serious? If, if you want me to relate this to the Slide Rock Bolter, I'm not saying this thing has the same physiology as a whale. It's just whale-sized and shaped, approximately. But it has a much larger mouth. So I, I'm not familiar with... I don't know if you guys are familiar with sculpins i'm not super familiar with them but the mouth that a sculpin has goes back kind of behind its ears it's very wide and able to open widely so that's the kind of mouth these are supposedly you know these have so i i think that in terms of you know scooping stuff up i i don't think they have the same conundrum as your average whale would i mean you're right whales don't eat people uh, slash won't eat people whereas you know the slide rock bolter makes a meal out of tourists hence the lack of you know slide rock bolter tours so okay so we need to put together the the story of this creature. I think that's what we need to do here. Sure. We need to know what drives this thing. We need to know what is its day to day. What is its like? That <laughs> you do. What is its? Da- <laughs> what is its day to day? Like, what is a slice of life of the slide rock bolter? That's how we're gonna decide whether this thing is real. That's that's it. Slice of life. <laughs> 
Yes. We really want to set that precedent in the first episode. I, I've been thinking about this for a long time. That's. I feel like that's the best. Like. All right. Let's thing do that it. I can put this to. Okay. Right? Okay. Because. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that I understand all of these things about the slide rock bolter. Perfect. I still have issues about the order of the words. You can but just call it the okay. bolter. I think that's its I... colloquially accepted uh, term. Okay. You know the SRB. Yeah, that that works. The ASMR SRB also works. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's it has rock-like skin, right? It has. It's described as having skin that that can be camouflaged with rocks. I don't know if I would. I don't know if that accounts for the texture and color. And like its density, or more just the. But texture I feel like color. it's got to be tough skin to slide tough. down mountains. Sure, okay? sure. So yeah, I mean you could it say so. Sure. Slides down on a fucking slip and slide of saliva. That's yes. what this thing is doing. It's my favorite part. That's yep. maybe my second favorite part. But yes, so it slides down. It has some. This is a very niche creature, right? Extremely. It it it, it its mobility, its mode of transport is saliva. Like that, self-produced. I, think, I feel like that puts it in line with like slugs and snails, but like these are fast slugs, like a fast slug or a fast snail. Oh, I like this. Okay, we're dealing with a large, fast slug. Yeah. I mean, essentially, yes, a very so large, a, very is fast. Is it a gastropod? Is that what this is? I'm a cryptozoologist, not a marine biologist, so I'm not sure. I don't care. I'm calling it a gastropod. You can call I'm it a gastropod. I'm inclined to think it's a mammal. Why? Because it's a whale. Oh, no. It could have fur. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, honestly. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. The fur could be a protective layer. It could be like a harbor seal. The fur might also be more frictionless than than exactly. the skin that I mean, actually you know, makes to, sense to be honest the description does not specify fur or otherwise so yeah we could go with okay fur. so it okay we know it's mode of transportation but here's the thing this is such a niche creature because it only operates in 45 degree plus angles of elevation i think by necessity not by i mean we made jokes about it earlier but i i think less by choice and more by like it can't get enough uh, momentum with anything that's, you know, flatter. Than Why? That. Like, there are calculations. You can do these calculations. Why yeah. have we not calculated this beforehand? Because that's the other thing about it, is the physics. It's, its whole thing is that it goes from one mountain, like, down a valley, mm -hmm. on saliva, on a slip and sli a saliva slip and slide, scooping up tourists, specifically... And I guess what anything else that gets in its way, but like pretty much anything edible and some not edible. It's looking for the tourists, yeah. right? Yeah, primarily. Um, which how you how you identify that demographic? Like, is it? I, I believe it's the Colorado guidebook and is the fancy coat and the fancy coat. Oh. Is and and yeah. you've got like the you've got the the like hiking hat that has the flap mm. in the back. I mean, okay, let's let's be real. We're all from a place with a lot of tourists. Yeah, you know that you always know. Plus, That's here's true. the thing: these That's are the true. don't forget these are the Rocky Mountains. So I, 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 I forgive me, Coloradoans out there, but I, I don't believe if this is correct. I apologize. Incorrect. I apologize. I don't believe that a lot of people are 
out in these areas of the mountains if they aren't tourists that commonly. And if they are, I would assume they know where not to go to avoid being eaten by the Slidewalk Bolter. I think the idea of tourists is that the tourism industry, especially post uh, the lumberjack time period, was really booming for to see and explore these mountains. I think there's a lot of influx of tourists coming to this area, going into the mountains and probably going to areas where the locals may know not to venture for one reason or another. So I, I, I would think that it's less about like, ah, that's a tourist, that's a local, and more just like, ah, there's the, the person that is in my path because they don't know any better. I, I That's how I interpreted it anyway. It just so happens that those are tourists. I mean, how many people do you see out around downtown that have no idea what they're doing and are only in the dumb situation they're in because they don't know the area? See, I don't... We're, we're getting into, like, circles within circles here. But I really hope that everyone listening, all three of you... Um, hi, Mom. Are... <laughs> Envisioning the same things that I am when we've been talking about this, um, because first of all, we're talking about lumberjacks, and I really hope that everyone else is only thinking of Hugh Jackman in uh, the X-Men Origins movie, because that's the only reference I have for a lumberjack. And this slide, like, I can't get the, the, uh, the like the Pokedex entry of Heatran out of my, out of my mind for this thing. Like, that's what this is. Uh, but now it has fur, so that's really weird too. But I want to get back to the nicheness of this, right? Because this is this is why it's so hard for me to believe that it exists. It so it slides down the mountain mm -hmm. on its saliva slip and slide. Yes, and it picks up tourists and everything else. But it has to be able to go up again. Yes. Otherwise, it's a beached whale in the middle of a. It's a reverse whale. It's a reverse whale gastropod. That's going to get like, otherwise it, we would just, these things would be everywhere and we would know about them. What are like, can it move otherwise? Like, does it have a limb? That's a can great it question. crawl along? You know, it's described as having divided flippers on its tail, but otherwise non-specific. Um, one thing that's important to keep in mind with cryptids of this nature, especially cryptids that come from a single source like this is that, Due to limited sightings and a lot of the sightings ending in death for the sighter, um, I, I think the precise details on its locomotion are probably limited. But if I had to, I mean, just logistically, right, for this creature to exist out there, I, I think we have to assume that it has methods of movement that are not not just sliding up and down the, the mountain, right? So I think that's its primary means of, of locomotion to getting itself high enough to be able to hook. But... Um, I assume that in the events of other such, you know, occurrences that it needs to move or reposition itself for feeding, that it has some means by which to maneuver. Yeah. That's another thing I want to revisit the hooking uh, before we, before we get to the hooking, I, I want to clarify <sighs> phrasing. So, <laughs> uh, so this, this thing is theoretically towards the top of one mountain. Yes. Yeah. Hooked on. Yep. It releases. Yes. It slides down on its saliva slip and slide yep uh eats its prey slides back up to the top of the next mountain yeah of whatever mountain. i mean you know this is a chain so there's a bunch of mountains you know okay again that's just not how physics works you don't the amount of speed that it would build up coming down one slope would not be enough to push it up isn't that how half pipe works in skateboarding but that's, you see, that's the thing is like there are you can do calculations for this thing. So we could actually we need to have Tony Hawk as a guest on the show. I, don't, I was just playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 last night. 
did did you do the thing? I did do the thing. So because... it checks out. It does check out. Shit! Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like that absolutely like what it, it what it couldn't do, I think, is what it probably, you know, physics wise could not do is wouldn't be able to exceed its original starting height. Right. Because it would need to be more um, downward momentum than it had started with, and it's not possible I don't to know. do that. Tony Hawk gets a lot of air and ends up. I don't know why I'm helping. There are some high school science teachers out there who are screaming. Oh, they're they don't know we that just... we're doing this podcast, but they're still screaming. Yeah, and if there were any listening, they're not listening anymore. We no, just they lost aren't. They whatever aren't. demographic. I'm so sorry. I do have a master's, it's just not in science. <laughs> Anyway, oh, ju- fuck, I'm a high school science teacher. <laughs> I'm just a sub. It's just, just it's sub. just one class. It's just one class. Okay. Okay. But, so the slice of life. We need to get right. back to this. So okay. We, we've covered like mobility. Mm-hmm. We've covered feeding, right? Like what are the things that creature like animals mm-hmm. need to do, right? They need to eat. They need shelter. They need to sleep, right? They need mm-hmm. to reproduce. Mm-hmm. How does this thing... I don't want to know. I'm not asking that question. How... How... How does this thing... How does it get from one... Like, does it move through the Rockies? I, You know, Michael, I... Part of me wants to try to, you know, pose answers to some of these more nuanced questions, but I feel like that one kind of undercuts the point of, of cryptids. Because if I could answer all the questions, it wouldn't be much of a cryptid. And two, the in, and primarily with this one, the information on this creature is so limited that I, I don't think I can reasonably tell you how it moves. But I think that we can assume in order for it to find a stable food source, it has to be capable of, of locomotion through the Rockies that is more than just sliding. I think the sliding is its method for hunting. Right? So think of like a, like a falcon, for example. Right? Falcon uh, Falcons are very um, high-level prey animals. They spend most of their day and energy focusing on catching their prey to feed themselves to keep up the energy that they're expending by existing, essentially. Right? They sit for long periods of time watching a certain area until they swoop down and grab their prey and then move to a new area. I presume the bolter does something similar. It sits for an extended period in a couple different areas, like maybe around different sides of the same mountain, waits for its prey to come, grabs the prey, and then uses that energy that it gained from consumption to move to a new area, you know, where there's prey. That's kind of a... And Justin, you're more... Much more adept at this than I am, but I—that's I, generally how alpha predators work, right? Like they essentially eat their food to survive until they can eat their next food. Like not to oversimplify, but like that. I mean, just like how I work every day to continue to be able to work every day. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, no, you're you. I think that is a very fair point that they would probably be spending most of the time they're massive animals theoretically Mm -hmm. it probably takes well i'm not sure how much energy it takes to slide down a mountain uh but they're generating a lot of saliva so that's something where are they getting water i feel like i hate that i know the answer to this but the and that elevation you've got snow Okay. You know what I mean? Like, not to mention ambient, um, I assume just like general ambient, like moisture that's pretty abundant at that elevation, yeah. right? In order, I, like I, a lot of bodies of water and such will originate from, you know, 
Right. I, so I, I assume that's whatever. it. I, again, I'm not sure, but I would I would err on the side of it just like any other animal in nature being able to kind of collect the resources. The the target resource that it's it's you know going for is food obviously, but I mean, you know, humans also have water content, so, you know. So that, like that... He, yeah, so it's like it's like a jungle cat. It just survives on the blood of its enemies. Um here's the sure. real here's the real question that we need to answer here is could this thing possibly be real? The answer, of course, is no. But we need to know why it's no. And here's the biggest thing, is why do we not have... A, why do we not have uh, remains of one of these things? Like, are they immortal? Do they just become rock when they die? Like, where... Why are there no trails of saliva that we can follow down the mountains? You know, it's interesting you mentioned trails, because there are actually trails you can follow down the mountains. Fuck. Um, so one of one of the interesting things that I pulled up here is uh, some information on general landslides that happen in this area here, uh, which is very, very common. So um, the Colorado Geographical Survey tells us that a landslide is a sudden mass movement of soil, artificial fill, and or rock down a slope, which is what we all kind of knew. Uh, but what's really interesting is that apparently landslides are uh, a major geological hazard because they occur in all 50 states and U.S. territories. Uh, they cause one to two billion in damages uh, per year and result in 25 to 50 fatalities on average each year. So when you go into the mountains, I think it would be very hard to distinguish um, a death due to landslide or a trail of landslide damage versus what a slide rock bolter would leave behind, which I assume is what accounts for essentially like, you know, you could say, where are all those missing people? Well, they presume dead in a landslide. Why don't we see it? Well, we do. There's that path carved out right on the mountain. There could have easily been a slide rock bolter instead of a landslide, and no one was around to see it at the time. So there are so many of them that occur in the United States every year that you can't possibly document all of them. So I think that's the answer to that. And I think that also covers... Um, some of the some of the nuance of of the bolter's behavior and movements it behaves like a landslide if it were a landslide were alive which lends it to both its in sort of inconspicuous nature and lends it to people kind of just defaulting to oh, it was just a landslide um, as far as its remains go, uh, I can only assume that they are lying buried under an actual landslide somewhere in the less discovered regions of the mountains that aren't explored as frequently. A lot of creatures will go places to die. They have that sort of base instinct. So I'm guessing the bolter probably when it's time for it to, you know, die, which if it shares a lifespan akin to whales, it probably is pretty significant. Um, you know, probably has a section that it goes to that's sort of less inhabited to, to you know, pass on. Whales also have a tendency of exploding when they die. Do they really? What? Yeah, if they're on land, they'll explode. Was it like buildup of gases yeah. or something in the body? Oh, yeah. Then oh, maybe that's the answer right no. there. Then they explode and there would be no remains left to find. Uh, scattered Wait. amongst the rocks of the, you know, the mountains. I mean, okay, here's the awful thing. Here's not the, the, the awful thing about humans. Like, one of the thousand awful things about humans is that we pretty much have the skeleton of every creature that exists on the planet in a museum somewhere or in cold storage in like anchorage or whatever so the bigger the thing is i feel like the more likely it is that someone has found this thing right like how do you not even the the biggest stuff in the ocean you know as far as we like whales right like maybe there's some enormous megalodon somewhere that you know we haven't pulled up they made a movie about it but multiple 
Oh, was there more than one? Oh, the second one just came out. <gasps> that sounds like something I don't care about. Um, it's like something I very much care about. Carry but on. I, oh, yeah. Well, maybe I do. I don't know. I could be persuaded. We have whale skeletons. Like, we can hunt things under the water. Why can we not hunt things in the mountains? Why have we not found this creature? That's what I can't get over. Well, Michael, um, to that I have to say, unfortunately, we are dealing with cryptozoology. And the easiest way to frustrate a cryptozoologist is to ask them where the body is. Um, and that's not that's a quote from one of my cryptozoology books. Because the, the truth of the matter and the fact of the matter is that when you're dealing with cryptids and creatures of sort of non-scientific origin... Uh, or, or dubious scientific origin. Um, the missing element is that makes it a cryptid is lack of physical evidence. If we had physical evidence for the slide rock bolter, we wouldn't be discussing it. So I'm going to have to default to you and say, you know, you could, any cryptid we cover on this podcast, you could probably ask me that question. I think that's fair. Like, I, I agree. I totally agree. I don't but know. here's the thing. Think of some. I don't know what. I have no idea what cryptids are. Like Bigfoot's a cryptid. Yeah, sure. Right, Loch Ness and monster, then there's Bigfoot, like. Yeah. Right, the Loch Ness monster, or Bigfoot, or Mothman. Yep. Is Mothman yep. a cryptid? Mothman, Jersey okay, right. Devil. So yeah, like, sure. The, yeah, sure. So like these things, like maybe aside from the Loch Ness monster, but again, it's underwater, I suppose. These are like small enough things that I could believe. Like, yeah. If they died in the jungles of Brazil, uh, which are shrinking daily, and oh my god, that's sad, we would probably miss that. But this is a whale. This is a land whale. This is a a mountain whale. This is a whale of a a problem that I can't get over. Is it's so big? How do you not find that? And I think maybe there's. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe it like devours itself or explodes. and then explodes and just becomes rock or something like that. I don't know. I guess there's some crazy solution there. I just think that it's so strange that such a monolithic creature has gone undetected and isn't like 20,000 leagues under the sea. I think with that, Kyle, unless you have any last points you want to make on the matter... We should probably start to wrap this up. No, I'm I'm all set. I, I covered the, the extent of the bolter and my information on landslides. That's great because I'm exhausted all of my physics knowledge and math and I'm done. Physics and math that we clearly don't know. No, we don't. So to sum up and, and please uh, chime in if I'm missing something. We have a massive land whale that slides down the Rocky Mountains from one mountain to back up another, gobbling up tourists along the way, uh, along a trail of its own saliva. Uh, I mean, I that's pretty much it, I right? <laughs> that's the, that's the bolter. Uh, yes. it got Michael, up once. Michael uh, doesn't like that it's big. I don't like that it's found big. It. We've talked a lot about whales um, and various whale biology, which this thing may not even be a whale. And we're, it's very good possibility it is a mammal slash gastropod. Mammal slash gastropod is what we're going with. Yep. So I, I think this, this brings us to where we talk about where we stand. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I like this one. I have to say I was, I, I thought I was really going to fall off uh, thinking about whales swallowing people. 
it, it started to fall off with me uh, for for the physics of it, but damn Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Um, I've, you know, it, in in honor of uh, of Mr. Hawk, um, I think I think this one's feasible. Uh, I'm I'm at like a I don't know an eight out of ten. I guess that's something. Um, where are you at, Kyle? Well, I I wasn't prepared to give a numerical rating for this thing. Is your eight out of ten like? Eight out of ten. Yes, I am thinking that it is possible. Or eight out of ten. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this thing is totally feasible. Okay, so we're like ten is the maximum feasibility. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So you know, I I love this cryptid. I I really aesthetically and just from the description of it, it's fantastic. Um, I I'm surprised that you're that high on the on the rating. Honestly, I am too. I mean, that's wow. I I did my job better on you than I did on me because I'm I'm definitely not an eight out of ten. So my my thing is is that I just keep hearing the that feasible explanation of this is a story that uh, you know that lumberjacks moving into an area that they didn't understand and seeing things that they couldn't explain came up with. And I don't know if that inherently explains the whole thing. I think if this had more verifiable sightings, I might be a bit more on board. But I'm I'm floating around like a. Honestly, like a probably five out of ten for this creature, I would say. Like, I, I love it. I wish it was a ten out of ten, but I really feel like it's it's got a pretty okay or reasonable enough explanation. You're both freaking nuts. This is... <laughs> the physics of how this thing is supposed to work, just the the absurdity of its of its behavior and its ah, it's. It's unwieldy. That's what it is. This thing is unwieldy in a world where we think we can wield everything. This is a zero out of ten. This is not real. This has never been real. It is a big honking goose egg. And there you have it. We're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Let us know what you think of this cryptid and our discussion in the comments. Thank you all so much for listening to uh, our first episode of Critically Cryptid. Stay crispy. said i just summarized <clears throat> we good to let's start. make it happen yeah let's do it you're doing that the whole time no i I, I won't i'm gonna keep myself very naughty